Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Monday, February 28th, the last day of the month. And welcome to Bended Knee. Today's show is brought to you by MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's the Bards landing page for on the MyPillow site. Great honor to have that in as well. Your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. You can use that promo code anywhere on the Frank Speech site, My Store site, and the MyPillow site. All sorts of amazing product deals there, and it's a great way to know that when you spend a dollar on MyPillow, you're not supporting the mainstream corporate satanic cult, and instead you're supporting a CEO that literally prays with his company every day, walks with Christ, and is fighting truly a spiritual war with all that God provides him. So check out MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash bars for great deals, great savings on things that we can use that make your life better and also truly help your wellness in your life with sleep products. Also, the Founders Bible, thefoundersbible.com. It's a Bible for our time. Your promo code there is BARDS. You can use that in the coupon section to save 20% on each Bible. They're printed in the United States, NASB 1995 edition, an amazing quality Bible really for this time. And as well, Expedition, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com is the coffee designed for the warriors of this time to give you a boost of energy to sustain that energy and mental focus all day long. There's also other great products at Expedition, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com intended to boost your health ecosystem and immune system to help boost the whole group of things that go on in your body and to help reclaim your health sovereignty. So again, Expedition, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. Well, Patriots, it's an it's an interesting day as we continue to watch the hand puppetry that's going on across the world. There are rumors, unconfirmed, but I don't think we'll find it surprising if these rumors come true. I mean, obviously, at this point in time, Russian TV released documents yesterday showing that the CIA had ten or so agents that have been involved in horrific, and I stress that horrific child sex and pedophilia with not only children but animals. And the the CIA did not prosecute them but simply fired them from their jobs. So that means these people are running out and around the world free. That's not rumor. That's fact. There are now reports that are surfacing that the there's a compelling evidence, I should say it this way, that the CIA has been covering up pedophilia in order to protect state secrets. So they're using the state secrets concept to protect themselves from the revelation that they are a pedophile stronghold. And there's increasing evidence to suggest that a lot of that stronghold is tied to Ukraine. I need to stress this. I projected, I, how can I say this? I made the prediction a year ago, and I'm not trying to toot my horn, but the evidence was pointing out that there was something really big in Ukraine with children because no one was looking at the orphanages. And the orphanages in Ukraine are always full. And at the same time, there's legal, there's international legal adoption teams that allow Ukraine to have their children adopted easily by anybody across the world. That's unusual for a country because typically there's a residency requirement for adoption. 
And so there are some rumors surfacing today that were, and I will tell you, I mean, I've read it, and then I also found it, and I, I, this makes me, I'm always skeptical, and you know how I'm going to say here, real raw news, and you can go read it there and judge for yourself, but I've also read it in other places across the web in comments. So I'm taking this cautiously, but I just want you to know sourcing. But it's not unbelievable at this point in time that Spetnaz, which is the Russian Special Forces Unit, discovered dens of child abuse in Ukraine and that Putin has vowed to eradicate that in Ukraine. That's not proof, just to be clear. But I would say that as we look at ancillary evidence of the compelling attacks on Russia increasingly there's something there that they're deeply afraid of. And today, this is this is actually more stunning than anything else. This is a quote, head of the Cooperative Threat Reduction Program, love that title, whose name is Robert Pope, another nice last name, warns that the U.S.'s network of Pentagon-run biolabs in Ukraine could unleash deadly pathogens if hit by Russian forces. That's literally a breaking quote. And that is an, a passive threat to Russia and the world. But that's, you remember, this is like one of these things where they say, well, we don't have biolabs there, but if you hit our biolabs there, then we're likely to release the pathogen. So it's now 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. Open hearts, open arms, humbling ourselves before you and truly pr- praying for truth to be shown and to be revealed. Lord, we're at a point right now that we all feel that are walking with you. And there is, in one way or another, and I think I can speak fairly generally, that we all feel at a certain point an exhaustion and a frustration for those that just refuse to see the light to and refuse to turn to you first. And so, Lord, as difficult as it is, and as we stand before you as your children and humble ourselves before you, and truly seek forgiveness for our nation's sins, which are many. We pray, one, that you can guide us into those things which we can do to lead us to make the corrective actions to help that process of repentance and mercy. And, Lord, we pray that there can be an increasing awakening of the minds where people cannot deny the truth anymore. And we know this is going to shake a lot of people. We know that some people will be panicked and they will be distraught and their lives will feel like they're crushing in. Lord, we're here. We're ready. And we're not to speak of your time. We don't know what your timeline is, but we just want you to know we're ready. We're ready to take that action, to stand forward, to be the light for those who suddenly find their world crushing in as they find desperate moments to figure out what to do as their idols fall and their idolatries collapse and the illusions that they've lived in are shattered. Lord, we know that this world is darker than most can conceive. We know that there are things going on in this world that even for us will be hard to bear. And as much as we have prepared ourselves in Christ, prepared ourselves in prayer and worship, we know that we will be challenged. But this is what we know, Lord. 
that we are the rock that we have that are that is in this world to stand boldly in the face of that evil to confront it to turn it to turn to you to lean into you to trust in our savior that leads us in this fight and lord we are just saying we're ready it's time to make it rain the world needs to be shaken lord the world needs to be awakened And it's at that point where we will truly know those that wish to seek you and those that wish to run and seek the dark space. This is not an easy time. And we also pray for reason. There's way too much rattling of fear and shaking of trees as if the whole world is going to end. And Lord, perhaps it will. But we need calm right now. We need reasoned discussion we don't need the sky is falling narratives. We don't need the, the clamoring of it's going to end, run for the bunkers. We need the fearless. We need those that have a solid heart and walk on a rock of faith that can stand in front of this and say, no, peace be still. We need that resolve. So, Lord, as we pray to you, as we turn to our Savior, Christ Jesus, we say, Jesus, Give us that moment, that peace be still moment so that we can not only arrest the storm, but we can ask the question, where is your faith? Let us be that lamp. Let us be that power, that moment in time where we literally can stand boldly and remind everyone that is around us Just how great you are, Lord, how merciful you are, Lord, how loving you are, Lord, and how great we are as your children. We forget, Lord, too often the royalty of birth that we have been given. And in a very sad testimony to our time, there's so much that has been squandered. Time that we should be here working to occupy the land and expand the kingdom. Time that is fettered away in the consumption of things and ourselves and our worries of mortgages and debt payments and what our latest fashion statement's going to be and all the things that make no difference in the end. And so in this time, Lord, is that those things hopefully continue to degrade? Let us not be led by fools that promise greatness through the same old system. Let us be led by vision, your vision, Lord, the visions of you and and Christ that can lead us to a way where we truly establish a new way of walking together. Let us find strength in unity. Let us hear each other's heart. Let the truth be revealed. And let us see each other as we truly are, not from the cloaks of image and fashion and perceptions but to let our hearts speak true. This is how we will grow. Each of us will face a challenge when that happens, and that's okay. But let us rise. And Lord, as we sit here today before you, knowing the challenges of this world and that still so many are being deluded by just an evil hand at play to try to keep them locked within these narratives of fear, we pray that those spells can be broken Because in the end, Lord, they are spells. They're spells that are clouding the mind, that are putting scales over the eyes, that are deafening the ears to hear. 
And we don't need that anymore. And as powerful as this enemy may have been, it is not powerful anymore. For we do claim dominion over evil, Lord, on this day going forward. If it hasn't been said before, we say it now before you. We claim dominion and we claim the right to step on snakes and scorpions. So, Lord, in this time, as we stand, as we walk in this world boldly with you at our back and Christ before us, let evil know and feel that your children are here. We are awake and we are on the move, that we are here to do as you've asked, to occupy this land, to reclaim the kingdom and expand the kingdom, and to do so with the mightiness of love and the grace that you give us. Guide us, protect us, and we say these things in Christ's holy name. Amen. This is time for us to come together. And it's hard. I'm not saying it isn't. But you know, I wanted to share a story with you today. And it's just, it was the coolest thing. And this is who we are. And I, I just... And I just want a simple reminder. So I did some errands a little earlier today. I had to go get some new tires for my Jeep. And I had to get a bolt for the front of the, for the winch I just put on the Jeep. So I stopped by the Ace Hardware store and went in. Super cool, guys. They're always helpful. And it's old school at Ace. I love Ace Hardware in my town because they still write out hand receipts. Nothing's computerized. They still, they go through and they measure things by hand and they, and they know where everything is. It's a store that has more stuff packed in it. If you've been to an Ace Hardware of old school, like you can hardly move around the store because there's so many things packed in. And if you need this a most obscure bolt in the world or some strange part, they always have it tucked away somewhere back in the corner somewhere. That's Ace. And it's old school. And so I went in and, and my, I am literally in and out, which would usually, it would, if I was at Depot, it would take me an hour walking around the aisles with people that have no idea where anything is. And then I go into Ace and I can go in and out. I'm in and out in like literally 10 minutes with some specialized bolts I needed to get, four of them. So I come out to my car, come out to my Jeep, I jump in, and this guy flags me down. And that this is the story because this is who we are. It has nothing to do, by the way, with God, yet it has everything to do with us as God's children. And all we talked about was Jeeps. He flagged me down because he saw I had a new winch on the front of the Jeep, and he wanted to talk to me about if I liked a new winch, which I don't know yet because I haven't tried it yet. But we got into this great conversation just talking about Jeeps. Two strangers. His name's Dave. I've never met him before. Dave introduces me through the process to a guy that locally here that does in my town that specializes just in Jeep work. And the whole conversation was normal. Dave's like me. He doesn't wear, obviously, doesn't wear a mask. We shook hands. We talked for 20 minutes. Didn't even know anything. And, and he ends the conversation with just like, hey, man, just be safe and enjoy a beautiful day. I remind ourselves of this because our conversations that we have are so important. In an age of social media, we forget to spend time talking to one another. I mean, I didn't know who the guy was. He was flagging me down in my Jeep, and I'm like, oh, what's this? Like, you, you know, in, our, in this day and age, you're thinking, you always have this in the back of your head, like, okay, so what am I going to get? Some, like, 
dude asking me about a mask or something like that, right? But instead, it ends up being this very cool conversation of something that, and as he's talking, I mean, he's super knowledgeable, by the way. This guy's had eight, he has eight Jeeps. <laughs> and he's laughing, he goes, don't ask me why I have so many Jeeps. I said, I understand why you have so many Jeeps, so don't worry about that. I don't even have to explain that. But the whole conversation ends up being, you know, he asks me about the Jeep, asks me about certain parts on the Jeep, if I've done this or that. And he's like, no, you know, I, my experience, you might want to do this. These are just, this is just unasked for kindness. Somebody who knows that I enjoy my Jeep and somebody who wanted to share his own passion with me, didn't know each other. And it's one of the reasons I love my town, by the way, because there's so much of that still here that COVID has tried to suppress, but people are getting tired of it. And like, you still have our, our mascos that are walking around here, but people are normal now. You know, this, you walk into the stores and by law, they have to have the signs up, or at least by the governor's dictate, our, our transgender bi, bipolar governor that we have, that says, you know, you must post to have masks. So you walk into the places and you see the mask and you're always, you still have your back up a little bit because you're walking into a place and the signs are up, but nobody's wearing a mask. They're all rejecting it, which is cool. I mean, I'm happy about that. But it's the point of once we get past all this nonsense that they put upon our lives, let's not forget how much we have in common of just being human. As God's children, we are not hateful of each other. Hatred and divisiveness comes from an evil class of people that breed evil within their own class. And when we take time to just chill and have a conversation with a stranger, and I've said that, sometimes the conversation doesn't always have to be about God. It can just be about us realizing that we're human together and in the process, thanking God for that conversation. So I just say that as a real breath of encouragement today, a day when the craziness from Ukraine is still barfing itself across the internet when people are still chasing rabbits and trying to think that it's actually a real war going on over there, when people can't tell the difference between fake media and real media, it's nuts. So let's remember that we are of royal blood, that Christ truly died for us because we were that important to God. And if we put those things before us in all that we do, then we're going to have to really take some time to realize just how wonderful of people we are. We are different. We are unique. We have different body sizes, and some are super fit and some are not. And it doesn't matter because we're all God's children, and we're out here today walking together and that's how we're going to reset this world that's how we're going to set this world so it looks like one of our mods has a birthday today that's nikki so happy birthday nikki and with that keep your head up and your eyes forward never bow to evil never relent always press into the fight Prayers, patriots, is really prayers for unity to get us all standing on that rock of faith. That's 
where we are and where we need to be and continue to be every day. Cause this storm is going to get a little crazier, but if we're standing there, that storm just isn't quite as big a deal as they want to get you to believe. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we have a mission here. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom mission forward. I'll see you this evening, Patriots, for Bards FM. It's a great show tonight. It's an interview with Nicholas Papa Nicolau, who who was a recipient of the Grand Cross of St. Andrews of Russia, as well as an honorary general in the Ukraine army. I think you'll find his conversation tonight to be very eye-opening. So until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, This country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered 
by those who move forward. And so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 